Hello. Hey, Fabzi. Hello. That works. Amazing. It's working. It's working and we're here. How are Perfect. You? Good. How are, you? How are you? So good to hear you. Very, very nice to hear your voice too. Amazing. It's been too long. It's been way too long, way too long. For, but how are those, you? All good? I'm really good. I'm really, really well. That's I'm really well. Let's um let's kick into recording this podcast and we'll I'll just explain to people who are listening, you know, how we know each other. Mm-hmm. And uh and how we come to be speaking to each other in this podcast. So Fabzi is an old well, she's not old, she's a friend of mine from a long time. Uh she uh, I met Fabzi when I was uh in the practice in Manly. She came to see me as a patient, uh, referred by uh, massage therapist Liam. And I don't even know what year that was, Fabian. Do you, can you recall? It's 2009, probably. Okay, 2009. Uh, she was taking some time off from her golf career to be uh, to study at the college in Manly up on the hill there at RCMS. And we came to see each other then. Was, you were taking a break from golf because you'd injured yourself. And in a way, we were sort of helping you to rehab and get back into things. And since then, you know, our friendship grew and, you know, you ended up working with me for a period of time. And then you just kicked on and kicked on with, with golf. And now here you are. And here we are sort of locked up in our different parts of the world. <laughs> and, we, and we're chatting to each other on the phone. I know that introduction doesn't really do justice to what you're doing, but I know we'll get into that. But I just want people to kind of know that bit of the background of how we know each other. Perfect. Yeah, but I we miss you so much down here in Australia. It's been it's too long since you've come to visit us. You know, it's such a blessing when you were on the tour and you could come down to to Sydney and then you know play over here in New Zealand before you went back to start the uh, the European uh, Ladies Tour in Europe. Um, yeah, how are you? What's what's happening? Where are you at now? And and give us a little bit of a rundown. What are you up to these days? Yeah, well, first of all, I do, I really do miss Australia. It's, um, it's just so far away and, um, you know, it's not that easy to just come over and have a little weekend over there, <laughs> which would be no, nice. Because you're, you're, yeah. you're based in Switzerland now, right? Exactly. I'm back in mm. Switzerland and um, at the moment, as most of us, just completely um, at home and yeah. almost complete lockdown, uh, we're... Like we see, we can still go outside. We can still go for a walk or for a run or something like this. But everything is closed. All the golf courses are closed. So, um, yeah, I'm just uh, at home trying to stay positive and uh, you know get more creative with the work I do because I'm now self-employed. I stopped mm-hmm. playing professionally um, and then created my own business where I do coachings. And so I especially work with uh, companies. I do a lot of workshops, a lot of um, keynote speeches, but also events. So at the moment, there's not much going on of that. But, uh, you know, it gives us time to to create new ideas. And, um, yeah, so it's it's not all bad. It's not all bad. No, I'm sure. I mean, I I was... I was really excited to talk to you and ask you sort of sports metaphor related questions because I think, you know, like uh, the game of golf, as, uh, as most people who've picked up clubs can attest, it's a, it's a great metaphor for life, right? The game of golf is ups and downs and, you know, moments of challenge and moments of triumph. How, um, how does, in a, from a sporting perspective, how do you pick yourself up when, you shank a ball, you know, it's just, 
it just goes against the, the run of play. Like things are cruising on so nicely and something mm-hmm. happens out of the blue. How do you pick yourself up and, and keep going? And, and what are some of the pitfalls? Yeah, I think you're right. It's just, it's, it's the same, you know, in golf, but it's also life. Things don't always go as planned. And, and we all know that. And especially golf is a sport that goes over such a long period of time. It's like four and a half, five hours. And you can't always peak in, the, in those five hours. And you will have um, a few bad shots in there. But I think it's important to, to accept it, first of all. Because it's something, if it happened, you can't change it, right? So if you hit a bad shot, well, you hit that shot. So you can't, you know, scroll back and just, yeah, redo it again. Um, Mm. So, you know, as as quicker as you accept it, um, the quicker you can move on. So acceptance is is probably a very important thing when, in general, when things don't go Mm. as planned or things don't go as you know, the way we would like it to go. Um, So just accept it, you know, maybe get a little angry for a few seconds, but then Mm. refocus again and make sure, okay, this happened. I can't change it. So what can I change? What can I focus on next? And this is the next shot that I do. And the nice thing about golf is there's always a next shot, right? Mm. So not only one shot. So we always have another chance, which is very nice, I think. Yeah, and I think in uh, in the current situation in Australia, I'm not sure what it's like in, in Switzerland, but people had a really tough time in those first couple of weeks here because we were just getting, as our, you know, as our sort of leaders came to grips with what's going on, <clears throat> we were getting, you know, more and more restrictions placed on us. You know, the game was changing mm-hmm. almost daily. And uh, we now seem to be in a bit more of a holding pattern. Things are a bit more stable. We're getting, you know, we're getting good news as far as this virus goes and, and we're starting to relax some of the restrictions or at least, you know, the talk is about that. But as the game, you know, as this kind of game or as this phase of our lives unfolds, it's, it's trying to stay focused on the, on the bigger picture. The challenge is how do you, you know, how do you do that as things that are changing in, in front of you? It's almost... It's hard to mm-hmm. it's hard to make a plan. You, you, you know how do you mm-hmm. how do you deal with that? Yeah, it's very hard to make a plan right now. And I'm, um, you know, from my personality, I'm a I'm a big planner. You know that I'm uh, I yeah, work with Swiss. vision. Yeah, I am Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> um, I work with a lot of visions and goals and and roads to that leads to these visions and go and goals. And suddenly these roads have been, you know locked down or smashed mm. or kicked over or whatever you want to call it and um suddenly you you don't have that control anymore and for me the first question i usually ask myself when things don't go the way i would like them to go it's like have i ever experienced something like this before and if so how did i deal with it and yes i'm like i understand that this situation is something we actually or most of us haven't experienced before probably no one has but it can also be like feelings and emotions so like have i ever felt like this uncertainty or this fear maybe as well have I ever felt this, um, you know, being helpless, not having things under control? So all these emotions that we do experience in this um, situation at the moment. And then think back, you know, and I, you know, for me, it's it's not that hard because when I um, 
half a year before the Olympics, after preparing for the Olympics for six and a half years, which you were a close part of it, um, you know, mm -hmm. I got Lyme disease. So suddenly the whole plan and my whole, you know, the road to the Olympics was suddenly not visible anymore. And I couldn't plan my trainings anymore. I couldn't think ahead. Um, and so I usually go after three steps, you know, I said, okay, first of all, I've got to accept this because I can't change it. I got Lyme disease. We got, we are in this situation in this lockdown at the moment, so we can't change. Mm. Um, and then, you know, finding solutions and other options. So for me, it's a very similar situation because what I did um, when, was, when I was preparing for the Olympics, I went back to neutral position or the neutral perspective and not thinking too much ahead. So what do I mean by that? It's more living in that moment. So what can I do right now that makes me feel good? Or what can I do right now to, you know, to, to grow, you know, as well? Mm -hmm. so, I remember that. I remember those times, Fabzi, just to, just to butt mm -hmm. in there, um, and how, you know, you were so, you know, ex excited and, and, um, and, and preparing for, for the Olympic qualification. There was lots of uh, stuff going on for you in, that, in your life. But then the, the Lyme disease kind of came from like out of nowhere, really, didn't it? It just sort of hit you. And then your focus was just being, well, at some point it seemed to switch to just making it there. It's almost like mm -hmm. the same dream, the same dream, but looking at it from a different angle. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that, that time? Cause you know, like it's a very different feeling of, I want to go there. I want to compete and, and, and thinking about my result. Mm -hmm. And then it got to a point I remember where it's like, I just want to get there. I just want to be part of that. I want to, I want to be able to make it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, the, the Olympics, it was a childhood dream. Since I was eight years old, I dreamt about going to the Olympics. And then suddenly I saw this chance, which was seven years before, um, yeah. you know, so, you know, I was preparing for it. I had a clear plan. I had, you know, I'm very determined um, and, and, you know, I think I agree. professional <laughs> in the way I, I do things, I guess. Yeah. Um, and very, you know, I love to have the control. That's a good or yeah. a bad thing, whatever you want to think about. But I think I think your time in Australia helped you with that a lot. Oh, helped yeah. You to soften, maybe soften that a little bit. It, it, absolutely. <laughs> like having that easygoing and just see, yeah. well, you know, what comes next. It definitely helped me, but it was it was very hard at the beginning, I remember. I can imagine. Um, I can imagine. You, you even used to turn up for your appointments on time and everything. <laughs> I was never like, I was never like, never like. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it definitely helped me, but I'm still like, I never really lost that control kind of thing. And, and so I was preparing for it. And suddenly, as you said, it came out of nowhere. And from one day to the other, my body wasn't able to perform anymore. I didn't have things under control anymore. It was almost like an autopilot was kind of, guiding or leading or driving my body kind of thing and, and i think a lot of people might be a lot of people might be in that situation now with going through this whether it's in their absolutely in their career their chosen careers you know that they're just yep. in that shock a moment of post kind of trauma absolutely and and that's why you know it's 
it's very similar to to what I experienced then because it's literally that we don't have anything under control right now. We don't have under control mm. what this virus does. We don't have under mm. control what the government decides. We don't have under control how this is all going to change us and the the economy and and the world. You know, and this yeah. is very difficult for for a lot of people. Um, and what I you know when we go back to the to the goal of the olympics i realized that it's just slipping out of my fingers more and more but all i said then you know first it was the the goal to be there the vision to be there at my best to perform at my best and then suddenly it was like okay i don't i'm, I'm refusing to let go of this dream and it's not about mm. how I will perform, but my only goal was to get there, to start the tournament and to finish it. And, yes. I, you know, we, we didn't know how I could do this. And it was almost like the, I made the impossible possible by just being mentally, I think, so strong and having such an amazing team in the background, including you. Um, and, and to just, you know, to not let go. And I think this is... One thing which is very important at the moment, if you have dreams, if you have visions and goals and don't let them go, but focusing more on what you can do right now in this specific moment, which will help you grow and which will help you move on and move forward and move towards that goal. And, um, and I think this is very important, but not planning too much, just more coming back into the, the moment. Because what I did then is... You know, usually I got up in the morning and first of all, I had to feel how does my body feel? Is it a good day? Is it an okay day or is it a bad day? And then, you know, if it was a good day, then I was like, okay, let's let's try and do a little session. And then I did um, a training session and then it was another reassessment. Okay, how do I feel now? So it's literally from one moment to the other and not about, okay, this week I want to train um, that many hours and I want to do this and that, you know, and I think this which is, is what you'd come from, which is what, which is Absolutely. what you come from. Like you were, when, you know, when I first met you, it was like, you're, a, you're a bloody machine. Like <laughs> you're trained, you were stronger, you were faster, you were, you know, more committed. I, I don't know if I'd met anybody as committed to your, you know, to your training as, mm -hmm. as you were. I don't think I'd met anybody like, like you. And, and then, this this changed it because you were so regimented, so focused. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was a switch that went off where you were like, okay, well, today is not a day to train. Mm -hmm, exactly. And, and you, you I feel like I feel like you made that you made that switch quite quickly. I don't know if it felt that way for you, but it, for, to me it felt very much like you just you you came to that realization that okay, here's here's the state of play. This is what I need to do. Here's my goal. <laughs> Boom, and away you went again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And why did I change so quickly? Because I realized that I'm losing so much energy asking myself the question, why does this happen to me? And why is this happening mm. right now? You know, and I could ask myself yeah. the question in, in this moment right now as well. You know, I'm just building yeah. up my business and now suddenly something like this comes and I can't work. And it's like, why is this happening? But we're yeah. losing so much energy by, you know, by thinking about questions that we won't get the answer now. We will probably yes. get the answer later on, but we won't get it yes. now. So 
Um, you know, I said, why losing energy on something I can't change? So for me, I had this picture of, of clouds, you know, when we look up the sky and there are clouds, of course, we all want blue skies, but then, but clouds are there and they come and go. And the same is with mm. our thoughts and with our um, emotions and the feelings, you know, just imagine they're clouds and they're there. We, um, we kind of see them, we're aware of them, but we just let them pass. And that's, I think. Wow. I never heard that. I've never, I've never had that image explained to me. I love that because behind that is the blue sky always. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And, and and the other thing is as well, like a lot of people are fighting against this, these emotions and the feelings they have now because they're like, oh, I'm, I'm anxious about what's going to happen and I don't want to feel this anxiety. I don't want to feel this fear. And they're trying to fight against it. But when you, for me, then it's the picture, you know, you go into a, a boxing fight with your thoughts and you might be a good boxer, but, um, you know, at the end of the fight, you might have won, but you're so exhausted that you don't have any energy to move on. So mm. there's no point in fighting against it. Just accept it. Be aware of it because they're part of us and then just let them pass. Wow. Sounds easy. It's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, it, it, everything it takes practice, right? But it takes practice, it takes time, and it's something, you know, it's it's a constant work. And it's the same for me. I'm very positive and I'm very optimistic and everything, but it's still, I'm still working on it every single day. And um, and that's okay, you know. And we do have times where the whole feelings and emotions, they're taking control. And even that is okay, you know, just letting it happen and letting it be there and don't don't fight against it. Just be aware of it and then let them pass. Um, I remember you telling me at one point when you approach a golf a golf shot mm. that you had a like a, a mantra, and that's not ne so necessary to share that unless you want to. But there's a like a mantra or, or a phrase that you would use to kind of set yourself for your next shot. Now, my mantra is usually don't hit it in the water, but um, <laughs> you might <laughs> yours is more positive. Yours is more positive than that. And I, and I really loved it because I think it was something that you used to help set yourself mm -hmm. for your next shot again, to be present, to be in that moment. And is that something that people can use now? Do you think, is that a strategy that could be useful day to day? Like if, they, if you find yourself in that sort of chaos moment in your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, what I did is, you know, when you play golf, you have a lot of time to think and you have a lot of time to think about all the hazards and all the things that could happen and especially just before the shot so you make your pre-shot routine you make your practice swing and then you go behind the ball and maybe visualize but in this time until you actually hit the shot there's so much time to think about okay there is water there's out of bounds and maybe oh don't be too long because then there is the tree and all these things so what I did is I usually set five words uh, to myself before I approach the shot. So after visualizing the shot, when walking towards the ball again, I said to myself, rhythm, commitment, believe in yourself, trust the club and love it. And these five words were split it up in, you know, in the time from walking towards the ball until I hit the shot. So there was no time to think about anything else than these words. 
Mm. Um, and awesome. This is, you know, this goes back to routine, you know, having a, a specific routine that you do over and over again. And I think in like right now, routines are very important and it's just little things. So a lot of people are working from home now and they might have been, yeah. you know, going to the gym early in the morning and then go to work. And now suddenly they're working from home. The gyms are closed and you can't do that. So then it's very important to keep that routine and say, okay, I can't go to the gym, but hey, I can still work out. I can do a home workout before I go to work. And then I go like very consciously, I go to work, I split it up, you know, I'm dividing the private life and the, and the work life. And having, you know, having these breaks like you used to have them when you were at the office. So I think these routines can definitely help um, in a situation like this because routines are giving us security, they're giving us confidence, they're giving us this good feeling. And usually the first thing that we, um, we push away when things don't go as planned is our little routines like activities and sport and, you know, just walks outside, etc. And they're so important. The stuff that makes you feel good. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. You should see Manly at the moment, Fabian. It's like there is – I've never seen so many people going for walks up on North Head. Like it was just – Oh, really? It's just it's so amazing. North Head, trying to they're trying to go, They're trying to go down – they just want to they want to they there's this you know the social distancing um practices in place and there's signs everywhere mm -hmm. telling people to stay apart and, and no one's allowed to sort of stay on the beach and and hang out on the sand sunbaking and chatting okay but you can still go down there and exercise you can swim you can surf you can walk and it's like everyone's working from home everyone's in manly the sun is shining mm -hmm. and there's the people are walking everywhere. They're trying to, they're taking up more room. You know, they're trying to walk in different areas. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's what I, it's one of the things I love about this area. And I'm sure you, I mean, I know you, I know you loved it too when you're here mm. is just how active and outdoor focused people are. Absolutely. So during this time we've been encouraged to sort of not socialize, but still people are still driven to be outside. And mm. I think they need that for their own, physical but also mental well-being absolutely uh, instead of being cooped up in their apartments you know yeah and, and i think this is you know something we can be so grateful for because yes it's a difficult situation it's a challenging situation but you know i think from what you said just now and also switzerland we we might be in some sort of lockdown but we're still able to go outside we're still able to go yeah thank train, you know and there's some, there are other yeah. countries, they're completely locked down. So if I think about like, I don't know, Italy or Spain, I think as well, they're Spain, they can't yeah. do anything. They're just at home. And even then, you know, um, you can still work out. You can still do things um, that give you this kind of feeling of, I routine. Move, yeah, I move my body. But, but in this situation where we're in, just be grateful that you are allowed to go outside, that you have all you, you know, you, you can be out in the nature and it gives us so much energy. Yeah, we're really, really lucky. I, I Another bloke, a, a good friend of mine that I've been interviewing for this series of podcasts that we call um, Village Talk mm -hmm. is a friend of mine, Dame, uh, Dom, Dominic Bond. And Dom is in Mallorca in Spain and he's he's been in lockdown now. I don't know what it, whatever it is, day 30. Mm-hmm. And he still gets up, he, he irons his shirt, he gets ready for work, you know, he shaves, mm -hmm. he, 
Absolutely. He goes to his office, which is just down the end of the hallway, mm-hmm. and he stays on in that regard. And it's what's keeping him kind of motivated and focused. Yeah. And, and he loves it. And I think this is very important, you know, for people as well, like especially the ones that, you know, do work from home. And it's like having it goes back to the routine, you know, don't just get up in the morning and then crawl over to your office and or take the laptop uh, and the computer into your bed and things like that, because it's just your body gets so messed up with what do I need to do? Do I need to work or do I need to sleep? Or because usually I sleep in here, but now I need to work. I don't really know. Getting confused, right? Are you speaking from experience? Uh, Yes. That sounded very much like you'd lived some of that at some point oh, and you I just didn't. went, oh, this I... is not working. Well, because I, when I, right. when I became self-employed and I, you know, I yeah. built up my business, I, I was yeah. sure I needed an office because I'm like, I can't work from home, like seriously. But of course, oh, I yeah. didn't have the money to, um, to buy or to rent an office. So I was like, okay, I need to arrange myself at home. And and it was yeah. so cool because it was like, oh, and I can, you know, hang on the couch and work and then I can go on the balcony and work. And then suddenly I'm going to bed and I still do email. Better work. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, and suddenly, you know, things like there's so many distractions, you know, oh, I don't really want to yeah. work. So, oh, let's just bake. And suddenly you're in the kitchen for three hours making. Oh, you can bake <laughs> Oh, my God. You're baking. Uh, don't remind me. Don't remind me. <laughs> but Remember that Toblerone cake you made us, Liam and I? Oh, was that Brendan? No, Brendan and I. Yeah, Brendan was, yeah. Brendan and I, you made the Toblerone exactly. cake. Unbelievable. So, you know, suddenly you lose. Sorry, that was a distraction. No, no, no. But, um, yeah, I get, no, I get that. I get and, that. And, and suddenly. I, I'm really fortunate. Yeah, I, I suddenly yeah. realized, okay, if I continue like this, my company is not going to be working at all. <laughs> so something had to change. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and then I, I created my little office space and, you know, I made it a, a place of productivity where I feel comfortable. And literally, I go very consciously into that office every single morning, you know, and I'm saying, okay, I'm in, in the professional identity now. And when I have a break, I go back to private identity. So making that switch is very important. Yeah, I, th- I I reckon that's um, I reckon that's actually a really practical and important thing for people to do now. If some of my friends here in Manly have kids, mm-hmm. you know, the kids are at home, mm-hmm. they're schooling from home. They're you know the two adults maybe working as well from home, and there's computers everywhere, mm-hmm. and people are trying to make the most of it. And it's just I suppose something that you can do to to alter your physical space or to at least you know, differentiate workspace from home space or work time from home Absolutely. time is, uh, is going to be, going to be uh, the, really important. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that people don't have to be under the, um, you know, the pressure of this for much longer, but we don't know. And we may as well kind of uh, adapt and, and do as best we can with, uh, with what we're given as far as, uh, you know, time and freedom, yeah. and freedom goes. What are you, what are you working on now, Fabzi? What you said, you took, you know, you're talking about, um adapting and doing things differently you've got you, you know you do some really wonderful stuff with uh, within the corporate community and uh, you're now looking to connect with those people obviously they don't all want to be in the same room together yeah. so now you're doing that um 
in a different in a different way or you're planning on doing it in a different way what are you seeing as being a possibility for you yeah i mean i think you know yes i can't do the events i can't do the workshops i can i could do the the coachings i can do them outside for example um of course it's not the biggest part of of my work or actually a lot of um people you know they they're not quite ready for this yet which is absolutely okay. yeah um i just give them the time that they need but uh this is what I can do. And the other thing is as well, like for me, I see a massive chance for me because I can, you know, I can prepare for all the things that could come in the future. You know, all these workshops, I can, I'm definitely learning to get yeah. things done without pressure because I'm someone, I, I need that bit of pressure and then I work really, really well. And right now I don't have pressure because I don't know when the next event will be, but you know, working on yeah. events, um, but also it, you know, to, to get more creative. I just had my first webinar um, on Wednesday and I, you know, I wasn't comfortable, but I'm conf- confident about it because I was like, oh, I don't really know if I like this, but just try, give, you know, get out of that comfort zone um, and and try out things. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but then you, you didn't fail, but you learned, you know, you grew from that. And- move on so getting creative but also being um appreciative of of that slowing down you know because that slowing down of of everything that deceleration it just helps us to think more about ourselves you know go go into a little bit of self-reflection who am i really where do i want to go what do i want to achieve and and just what am i grateful for you know even though i can't go higher quicker faster whatever you know so it's Wonderful. yeah it's all these things but um beautiful that's that's a, a beautiful gift that we've been uh, that we've been given um <clears throat> Fabzi, mm-hmm. i've um we've got to we've got to wrap up uh our talk today yes but i was just wondering i'd love to i'd love to continue our conversation i don't know if, if you're busy in the next week or so i'm not but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might be, it's, it's my funnest thing in the practice. You know, we're still we're still working in the practice at the moment, and uh, you know, asking people if they when, when they're free for the next appointment, and they just look at me like anytime. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> I can come in. I can come in anytime. So anytime, whatever. Really, you. Uh, you know, yeah, whatever's fine. We just need to <laughs> make day, sure the time, the time different work, time difference works. But other than that, I'm. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll we'll work on. All right, well, we'll we can chat off uh, off air about teeing up another time because I really really enjoyed our chats. Sounds great. Thank you so um, much for having me as well. Thanks. Really. Oh, thanks so much for your time. Monique and the kids say hi too. By the way, they poked their head in the door as I was talking to you, and they waved. Say hi to them as well. Um, I hope they're, they're all healthy I'll, and. Oh well, they're all well. You wouldn't believe how big they are now. But anyway, we'll talk again soon thank you so much thank you so thank much you thanks for having me and uh yeah no worries to- enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk yeah soon. talk to you soon Chad. okay bye, bye.